This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, February 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. The greatest challenge of this generation is coming. GOP makes moves in California and New York Times horrible video. The pandemic was a fire drill for climate change. At the World Ag Expo yesterday, U.S. Farmers and Ranchers in Action CEO Aaron Fitzgerald gave farmers a dire warning for the future of agriculture under climate change and a swelling global population. While this world is losing 87 acres of farmland an hour, which is like our rainforest in the United States being paved over, Fitzgerald was blunt. This is going to be a tough business. Farmers will need to get as much innovation in the next 30 years as we've produced in food in all of mankind in the last 8,000 years. Yet when the pandemic tested food production, everybody leaned in and supported each other. She called for leaders to, quote, step up and co-create. Assembly GOP picks a new leader. Republicans have unanimously elected Sacramento Valley Assembly member James Gallagher as the party's next leader in the legislature's lower house. I am grateful for the trust my colleagues have placed in me to help lead our caucus and work to better the lives of Californians up and down the state, tweeted Gallagher in response. The former lawyer has been an outspoken critic of the governor's use of emergency powers during the pandemic challenging them unsuccessfully in court last year. Gallagher succeeds Assemblymember Marie Waldron of Escondido, who has served since 2018 and been more reserved than many of her Republican colleagues. Waldron will term out of office in 2024. On that note, Republican Senator Brian Dolly announced his bid to run against Governor Newsom in the November election. The self-proclaimed lone farmer in the Senate, Dolly and his wife, Assemblymember Megan Dolly, run a seed and trucking business in Lassen County. The senator has often pushed back on environmental policy proposals from Democrats and questioned Newsom's priorities for preventing wildfires. Yet he has an uphill battle. No Republican has held a statewide office in more than 15 years. Almond grower fined for vernal pool impacts. A California almond grower has agreed to pay $212,000 in fines and to preserve and enhance 15 acres of wetlands to resolve alleged wetlands violations. From 2016 to 2020, Edward Lynn Brown built a retention basis and access roads and planted a new almond orchard, the Environmental Protection Agency said. The impacts from these activities resulted in the degradation of over two acres of vernal pool wetlands adjacent to Parkinson Creek, a tributary of the San Joaquin River that bisects Brown's Ranch near Merced. Brown agreed to develop a plan for removing 1.9 acres of fill material, restoring and enhancing 2.44 acres, and preserving 12 and two-thirds acres within an 81-acre area within the orchard. Top USDA official responds to video op-ed. 
A New York Times video opinion piece attacking U.S. agriculture has caught the attention of top USDA officials as well as farmers. The video title, which pretty well describes the tone and the thrust of the piece, is Meet the People Getting Paid to Kill Our Planet. Robert Bonney, USDA's Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, was asked about the video at a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing. He called it, quote, horrible and said he was, quote, very disappointed with it. He said, I think our farmers, ranchers, forest owners are great stewards of our land. I think they all depend on productivity of the land, which comes from stewardship. By the way, Representative Austin Scott, the Georgia Republican, urged his colleagues to watch the video as well. But he added a warning, quote, please do it when you're not in a bad mood so that you don't break something. Scott noted that Senate Ag Committee member Cory Booker, a New Jersey Democrat who's an outspoken critic of large animal feeding operations, was interviewed for the video. I won't ask you to comment on that, Scott told Bonnie. Well, take note, during the meeting, Bonnie vigorously defended the administration's legal basis for using USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation account to fund its $1 billion Climate Smart Commodities program. Now, for more on how the Climate Smart Commodities Program will work, you can read our AgriPulse newsletter. We also have the latest on China trade policy and the debate over cattle market reforms, as well as a look at how the egg industry has responded to Proposition 12 and what the administration is being advised to do with a, quote, waters of the U.S. proposed rule. U.S. ag exports hit a record level in 2021. The U.S. exported $177 billion worth of agriculture commodities in 2021, firmly besting the record in 2014 by about 15% and overshadowing 2020 totals by 18%. That according to new data released by the Commerce Department. China, Mexico, Canada, South Korea, the Philippines, and Colombia all imported more U.S. agriculture commodities than ever before, helping push U.S. exports of soybeans, corn, beef, pork, dairy, distillers, grains, and pet food to record levels in 2021, that according to a USDA assessment of the new data. This is a major boost for the economy as a whole and particularly for our rural communities, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack said in a statement released yesterday. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. The number of farm bankruptcy filings dropped by half last year, falling to 276. It marked the first time there have been fewer than 300 filings in at least 10 years. That's according to an analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation. There were 599 Chapter 12 filings in 2019, another 560 in 2020. Bankruptcy filings were down in every region of the country last year, including the Midwest, which accounted for more than half of the U.S. total. Wisconsin led the nation with 27 filings, followed by Minnesota with 26, Kansas was 19, Iowa and Nebraska each had 17 filings. Here's today's She Said It. We have a girl crush on each other. 
that CDFA Secretary Karen Ross referring to her, quote, very special friend Aaron Fitzgerald during a World Ag Expo discussion on women in agriculture. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, February 9th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.